become recognised that these problems are so complex that we require the tools that we've developed in mathematics and in science and in engineering to actually be able to solve them. My particular interest in this is in predictive computational modelling, not just producing nice pictures of what the biology does, but being able to predict what the biology will do if you intervene. So the challenge is to be able to take the condition of the patient now when you see them in the clinic and predict where they will be in 10 years time with the treatment that you have decided to give them. And the only way we can do that is through computational modeling. So one of the things I find really fascinating about this is the, is the role of the cells because nothing happens without the cell doing something. So this is a representation of the computational model. This is fully developed skin and each of the spheres on here represents an individual cell and the different colours represent the different types of cells. And if we wound this skin and we see here the effect of a wound where the cells have been removed we can then run the model and see how that skin will heal. So if I run that, you can see the cells migrating into that area there where they've been removed. The bright yellow cells in there indicate that the, a particular signaling system has been initiated in those cells. And as we continue, what we find is that in this particular case this is a very large wound and we've got these dark green cells here and those dark green cells can't divide anymore and the wound will not heal because of that and this is what we find in practice if you get a wound about this that big in skin it won't heal and this is exactly the same situation in the computational model so from that computational model we can then propose how one might affect the signaling systems in those cells in order to get the wound to heal. I see applications of this in, in three areas. One obviously is in healthcare, where we want to be able to predict for individuals what the effect of our treatment will be. The, the second one is in toxicology um, and understanding what the effect of all the new chemicals we produce is on organisms, not just humans of course, but all the organisms in the environment. And the third one is industry, to predict what the effects of their new products are, um, both on the individual, if it's in a healthcare context, but also, of course, the environmental effects. We are part of the Virtual Physiological Human Network of Excellence, uh, which has about 12 core partners across Europe, and Sheffield is one of those. The Virtual Physiological Human started in about 2007. Uh, it's an initiative that has been funded by the European Commission. The aim of the programme is to use the power of modern computing and uh, our ability to solve very difficult physics equations, etc., our ability to, to leverage high-performance computing, as well as the computing on your desk, to learn more about diseases in general and particularly about your disease and physiological status. A major improvement that this computational modelling can make is to tailor the treatment to, to you as an individual. Uh, often when you go to the doctor, obviously they look at you 
they understand your disease, but they can't measure your anatomy. We measure the anatomy with sophisticated imaging equipment, etc. Uh, we tend to have fairly crude measures of, for example, if, if you had an aneurysm in your brain, we would say if it's bigger than six millimeters, then we need to do something about it. If it's less than six millimeters, perhaps we can wait a while. Clearly, that's a very gross measure. What we want to do is look much more closely at the actual shape of your aneurysm, the flow in your aneurysm. We, we, we need to tailor the treatment to you as an individual. And, and in order to do that, we need to have lots of, we need to learn how to use all of the information about you, your genetic history, your family history, uh, your physiological status, do you run? Do you not run? Do you have extremes of blood pressure? Are you stressed? We, we need to use all of this information about you to tailor the treatment for you. One of the challenges in any program like this is, is first of all to make it possible to actually run in a clinical environment and we very much achieved that. In, in the four-year aneurysm, aneurysm program we were able to, to reduce the time uh, that, that, that a, a human expert will take from something of the order of three to four days to something of the order of one hour to go from a new medical image of a new patient to a characterization of the flow in that patient. And this picture on the screen here illustrates all of the operations in that process. There are many complex mathematical operations, segmentation of the medical image, setting the boundary conditions so that we know what flow is coming from your heart to your brain, uh, building the, 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 the model in the computer of the geometry of your aneurysm and then performing detailed physics calculations to learn what the flow patterns are. And if we look at this picture, this is actually an implementation of a similar workflow on a Philips workstation. Philips uh, and the developers of this workflow were both partners in Aneurist. And here what we can see on a Philips workstation is uh, characterization of the flow in the aneurysm of this individual. So here we have distribution of wall shear stress on the wall of the aneurysm. Here we have the swirling flow inside the aneurysm. And here we have the velocity vectors that show the impingement of the, the, the jet uh, as the, the, the flow comes down the artery and presents into the aneurysm. All of this is valuable information about the hemodynamic status of this individual aneurysm structure.